Squad Radio, the music you want. With your host, Dee Dan. Wait till they get a load of me. What's up, party people? It's Keys Dan with RadioWhat.com, DJLittleRock.com, coming to you live and in a living color from the Radio What Studios. And this is my podcast, What Makes You Famous? It's an extension of the RadioWhat.com internet radio station that I've been running for quite some time. And if you need DJ services, where do I always send you? DJLittleRock.com. One more time. DJLittleRock.com. Check availability, get a free price quote, and maybe you could have me at your next event. You know I like to party with the people. The people need to be entertained. Let me entertain you. Are you not entertained? Let me entertain you. I'll try not to sing. I really will. I'll try not to sing. I mean, of course, you can have a karaoke jam, and uh, I'll let you sing. You be the star of the show. Speaking of stars of the show, speaking of entertainment, today on the program, I have Echo 7. Echo 7. What? You you don't know a lot about Echo 7? Well, you're going to get to know a little bit more about Echo 7 in the next few minutes, so stick around. I'm excited. I'm excited to talk to them. So stoked. All right, uh, this week's shows, I have one public show, my usual Friday night gig over at the Rab in Conway, Arkansas. That's the video dance party, karaoke jam from 8 p.m. until 1230 in the AM. So if you're anywhere near Conway, Arkansas, you get to the Rab on Friday night. They got a full bar, kitchens open, pool tables, pool tournament on Friday night. So if you want to try to try your hand at playing pool and possibly make some money, while you're doing it, yeah, you could do that at the Rab Friday night at the Rab. It's a video dance party, karaoke jam, 8 until 12.30 in the a.m. Yeah, be there. So much fun. All right, I got, uh, Let's. that's enough intro. Oh, yeah, and then Saturday, weddings, 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 and birthday parties and corporate events. That's what I save my Saturdays for. So if you need them, djlittlerock.com. All right, that's it for the that's it for the intro. Let's get into it with Echo 7. Now, I got Echo 7 on the Skype, so if you're listening to the audio version, I, ch- I encourage you to check out the video version on my YouTube, youtube.com forward slash user forward slash keys Dan. Let's Skype Echo 7 now. That's where the magic happens. The Echo 7 magic. All right. Who's going to be the spokesperson? Because I got uh, Stephanie. You're usually the, you're, you're usually up front. You know, the, the pretty face up front. Uh, you know, every band needs one uh, to kind of attract all the boys. And then once you attract them in, then you keep them in with all that good talent. You know, that's how that's how you that's how you lure them. You like a little hook with the bait. Eh. And then once you got them on the line, they just they just keep coming back for more, more Echo Seven. But Robert Robert Hope, I, I'm losing hope here. Robert Hope has left. Hopefully, hopefully at some point we get Robert's video up. That will be fantastic. But for now, let's get it going, man. Echo Seven in the house. I have the band members of Echo Seven. At least a few of them. Uh, what is it? Uh, four out of five. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, four. Uh, three out of five. Four out of five. Three, three out of five. five. 
Well, three out of five. That ain't bad. Uh, I think I I never got that much more in in high school, a three out of five. That that was usually the grade that I I came up with, and I squeaked on by that way. Uh, You know, I... I used to. I, I think I quote uh, the late great Rodney Dangerfield in Back to School when his son said, "Hey, I'm making C's. A, B, C. You're in the top three. No problem." <laughs> All right, that's where I'm starting. Who's going to be the spokesperson uh, at first? Who's going to give the people an idea of what an Echo Seven is? Who is an Echo Seven? I'm pointing mm-hmm. to a lawn here. Okay. All right. There you go. <laughs> Um, yeah, so what is an Echo 7? Uh, Echo 7 is basically um, five people who just really, really um, enjoy music. Um, they all come from, you know, diverse backgrounds, and we have created this hard rock, metal, bulky, melodic thing um, that has taken shape and... Um, and, and, and basically, you know, I guess you, like I said, we're a team. And that's the way I like to think about it. That's kind of the concept that I was going for when, when I started the band with Justin, was just to create a team and people that wanted the same goals and the same kind of ideas and, and, uh, and realize that music is a marathon, not a sprint. Um, you know, it's a business, first and foremost, unfortunately, but it is a business. Um, and, you know, but at the same time, you know, finding people to create with, um, that sort of creating is, is seamless and kind of natural and intuitive is important too, right? So, well, we're not super technical when it comes to the creation. Um, I'll tell you for me, if it sounds good, we run with it. I don't break it down into anything too crazy, um, you know, and, and if, it, if it works, it works. And, and that's how we've done it so far. And, um, and yeah, so I think that, I, I would say that kind of sums up what, Echo Seven is and, and and basically what we're what we're trying to be about anyway. Well, that's Alan McCall, the drummer of Echo Seven, and you know you're breaking it down to the to the nitty gritty to the way that that music was made. It used to be um, everybody in one room, all recorded on you know if they had several microphones, that's fine. But the the really uh, down uh, to earth ones was one microphone in the center of the room. And that's where you're recording. You you find a place that that's uh, for the most part quiet, and uh, and you go with it. I've seen uh, you know a lot of movies and such where where they would find um, well they would do uh, recordings at church because the church acoustics were pretty good. Uh, Weird Al Yankovic uh, famously recorded My Bologna in a bathroom in, in uh, Central uh, Central Station in in New York. So you got to find the spot that's going to work for you. And, and from what I'm understanding, Alan McCall, you've set up a, a studio with the panels and, and a soundproofing in your residence, in your home there? Yeah, that's correct. So the studio I've had um, before we, we got together, I had a production company uh, about seven years ago and, and, and opened the studio at the same time. And, and so this, it, it, was, it, it ended up working out well band and it's funny because i had a band back in 2002 and we had nothing um we had no rehearsal space we barely had gear um and and you know now i have the studio and i had the studio you know i said seven years ago and i had no band so back then we had nothing but music and like you know desire to do stuff and then i get the studio and then i had no band and so um so it all worked out but no the, the studio i've had for a bit i'm a recording engineer 
um, drummer by by trade. That's that's what I've you know been doing since I was you know like a like a teenager, and um, so it, it just works out that you know we can track and and, and record professionally um, within the ecosystem of Echo Seven, right? Um, so so it kind of works out that way, and and we've been trying to and messing and and, and I guess meddling with different producers and remix engineers lately. Um, cause we signed a deal with, uh, with curtain call records in the States. And, and so they've, uh, have forced us to up our, our production a bit. Um, and so we've been trying some, some producers out and, uh, that's been an adventure in of itself. I, I think that's going to attest to the fact that, um, it, it's, it's been interesting. It, it hasn't been as seamless as we thought it was going to be. Um, mm. so it is definitely has had its challenges for sure. Um, so we do some stuff in house and we farm out some stuff, but, um, if these guys can't get it together, we may have to just start doing it all in house again. Getting, uh, it's getting old. Well, Not thank, thinking of both <laughs> thank you for a little background on, on what you, where you came from. You've been doing the sound and engineering for at least seven years. And that's, uh, man, that's a fantastic asset. Uh, to have in a music group is a, a nice place to practice, a nice place to record because uh, people people don't sometimes some people don't know that you have to practice, you know, seven days to get one gig uh, to, to do to do one day uh, of work or or I guess you're practicing for months sometimes for that one gig that they think, oh, OK, we're paying you this much. And all you're doing is working for four hours. No, you're working lots of time beforehand. But uh, St- uh, Stephanie Roy, we've heard from Alan McCall, the drummer. Stephanie Roy, you're the the vocals and you play guitar. As far as your bio says, uh, let's hear from you. Um, when did the when did Echo Seven actually form together? And uh, and who are the founding members? The founding members are me, Alon, and Justin. And the band, I think, Justin and Alon started toying with the idea around 2016. And us, I kind of joined in the mix in 2018, as far as that goes. And then COVID happened. <laughs> and because of COVID, we couldn't play any gigs. <laughs> so we've had pretty much two years of practice to, to get to the gigs we have today. So that's that's good and bad, but uh, that's how it's been. <laughs> well, I'm looking at the, the name. Well, I don't have uh, Mr. Hope's name anymore. And if you're watching the video version of this, the uh, uh, Stephanie is responsible for the background. If I man, it, I don't even know if you could turn that background off just for a second. That way I can get a good wide image of you guys maybe clear that off but uh anyway the people that are listening to the audio version aren't even going to know what i'm talking about but um i was looking at the lineup i got stephanie roy as the vocals and guitar justin edgar uh laracy i'm not even oh is that his last name laracy he's also guitar okay and then dylan osmond as guitarist as well and Mike Brooks as the bassist, and Alan McCall as the drums. Now, Mr. Hope, I, I don't even know you on the lineup. Has the lineup changed in a while? Yeah, that's, that, that's my fault, then, because I didn't, I must have, uh, I didn't realize you had no bio. No, um, that's the Facebook. Bob and Marcus are one, Steph, what, two months in? Come again? Are they two months in? Bob and Marcus are two months with the band? Yeah, I think yeah, about two months. So they so they came on board two months ago. Um, so that press kit that you have is outdated because we've been going through members what every every six 
<laughs> well, that's the, we had that's one of the benefits of COVID. We've had times. <laughs> yeah, it's been crazy. So the original lineup changed like three months in, um, and then we were rehearsing, you know, auditioning bass players and things. And then Dylan came along, um, and then it was just four of us, no bass player. Then we found uh, Mike Brooks, and then Mike was around for a couple months, two months maybe maybe three and then he left and moved and uh dylan ended up uh, getting a, a good job and a career kind of thing so he left um and then so marcus and, and bob robert hope um are two new members um so that would be um yeah that's my fault so i i don't know why i assumed you had the recent uh, bio but that's my mistake oh, I've, been, I've been dropping that's, the ball a lot lately i've been no that's that's the bio that i I've took been, from the facebook page you probably did send me a bio at some point and, but i'm looking at your facebook well, no, page no, but if the facebook page isn't updated then that's me that's that's what me then i need to <laughs> All right. Well, let's on the to-do list. Update changing page. Yes. Well, let's talk. Let's talk to uh, Bob Hope. Uh oh, that's that's a name. That's a tough name to grow up with. I think. Let's talk to Bob Robert Robert yeah. Hope. That uh, you know. Are you the funny you man in the group? And and what do you play? Yes, we can hear you. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I guess it depends how old you are. You, know, you tell people nowadays. My name is Bob Hope. Anyone under 40 doesn't get the joke. But. You got it right. Thanks for the memories. I appreciate that. Well, if I say thanks for the memories, you would think of another band. That's true. Uh, but uh, thanks for the memories yeah. is the way that Bob Hope used to sign off every time he did a show. Yeah, I made a joke. I was thinking saying that to how long we could put a Bob Hope Jr. So I'm actually a junior for real. So could get to steal some, some, some thunder there from the name. Hey, whatever it takes to get them in. I already talked about the, you know, the pretty girl up at the front. And if they can figure, they'll figure out that, Hey, Bob Hope Jr.'s a part of this band as well. There's another, another hook. Uh, sure. Fish them in, fish them in. <laughs> if I could get the video working, you wouldn't have to take my word for it, but. No, I'm no. Pretty, pretty, pretty myself. So. We'll, we'll leave the mystery. <laughs> we'll leave the mystery uh, to the people. They'll, they'll uh, be looking up all the Bob Robert hopes on Facebook and all over social media. But uh, what, what instrument are they you playing? Be, Robert? Be disappointed. <laughs> what, instru- <laughs> what instrument are you playing? Robert? Uh, right now I'm playing the bass guitar. Traditionally I'm, I'm a guitar player and kind of auditioned for the band as, as a second guitar you know like they say in the business you do what you gotta do and you need a bass player so well i've talked to a lot of groups of and that seems to be what happens a lot of the bass players are are people that that were playing guitar or some other instrument and the band was needing a bass and and one of the guitarists will go you know what i'll i'll make that that trip but then i find that some of the best base, some of the best groups, some of the the best bass players are have so much. Uh, what is it? Bass face that uh, is that you know you, you got style. You you uh, really have fun with it. And, and I've seen some of the videos. And and um, do you do you consider yourself a, a, a guy that has style on the bass, Robert Hope? I think so. Oh, I I think uh, I would probably. I don't know. I think these 
these guys would probably call me the class clown. I, I really try to have fun with whenever we're together and, and making music. And it's been a huge part of my life, and it's so important to me that I, I just have fun no matter what, as long as I have a guitar in my hand. Well, all right. Well, Alan McCall, uh, where is the, where was the band formed, and where do you find yourselves today? And is that the same place? Uh, well, yeah, the, the band was formed here in, uh, in Moncton, New Brunswick, so we're in Atlantic Canada, so if no one knows, which most Americans don't, um, what Atlantic Canada is or where it is, if you think of Halifax, if you know where Halifax is, or up past Maine, and then that gives an idea of the geography of where, yeah, see, yeah, see how Seth is, yeah. <laughs> and let's you know where it is, right? Um, That's it, right, it's hard. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's where we're we're from, and that's where we we are located. And this is our city, and this is um, our home base. Um, you know, uh, I, I we'll see where things go. I mean, I don't think any of us have any plans of of moving far anytime soon. Hopefully, um, but this is our this is our home base. This is our home city, and and uh, you know we're trying to make our mark here as best we can, and and. Uh, and hopefully locals will support us and, and, uh, and like what they hear and do what happens. Well, you know what's funny is uh, I looked up New Brunswick, and the, the top Google search will take you straight to New Jersey. And I go, uh, yeah, which is, yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's always the case. It's funny, funny story. I, I was, uh, Gary V, who I, inspirational guy, he's on Instagram or whatever. Um, I, I had, like, subscribed to his newsletter or whatever. And so, of course, it asks you your location. So I put New Brunswick. Anyway, his team, because he's a New Yorker, much like me, his team thought it was New Jersey as well. So whenever he sends out, like, text, like, email blast or text blast, he's like, hey, Jersey, what's up today? And I'm like, dude, I'm not in New Brunswick, New Jersey. I'm, I'm in Canada, but I don't, I don't clarify with it. So, yeah, everyone does. Everyone thinks that, um... That, that this is New Jersey, um, but it's not. It's much colder and much further up north. Well, it just um, adds a lot more rural than Jersey. Um, so yeah, it's uh, not quite. Well, it adds to the mystery of Echo Seven. Where are they from? New Brunswick. Oh, which one? Because I'm sure there's New Brunswicks all over the world. But okay, I'm on the. Uh, I, I'm doing what probably m- most of the listeners are are doing. If they don't, if they aren't familiar with Canada, I went straight to the Wikipedia. I found New Brunswick. I'm looking at a little bit of the history there. Uh, is it is it French? Are, do, do do people speak French there? It's officially bilingual. Actually, it's Canada's only officially bilingual province. Well, have you done some singing in French there, uh, Stephanie Roy? I mean, yeah. my first language is French, actually. <laughs> yeah, I speak Spanish. I'm so half, I'm half Cuban, so oh. so bilingual is is very familiar to me. I I'm from Miami, uh, Florida, but uh, yeah. Ah. Uh, do you spend? Have you? Do you uh, only sing locally, or have you traveled outside of of your uh, area of New Brunswick, Canada, or even out into the into the other countries? So far, only local, but I've done, a, I'm a folk musician, so before I was in the group, I did a lot of solo work, just doing my own thing and doing covers and stuff, but just solo and guitar. But okay. I do, I also play the piano, so I used to play that, and I'm incorporating it back into the group and stuff like that. 
Well, Stephanie Roy, that's very advantageous. I've always wanted to learn how to play guitar. It, that seems to be the easiest instrument that you can uh, perform solo and take it with you. Go busking, go to a club, a club or a bar, and sit in the corner and play guitar. Uh, it's kind of it's got to be a lot harder uh, than to have Alan McCall. Uh, pull all his drums in, and I'm going to sit here in the corner and just play the drums, and and just uh, you pay me money for that as a solo artist. That's got to be tough. But and then I see, yeah. um, and, you know, Robert Hope, Bob Hope, you play guitar as well. Have you done uh, solo it, efforts a, a, as well in your uh, in your time? No, not really. Just uh, playing since, since I was a kid. Different bands. This is, I would say, probably the most serious that I. I've gotten with these guys and was trying to get out and play shows as soon as possible now that COVID's over. I'm excited. Okay, so I, I could see that Bob Hope, the, the class clown, is a uh, <laughs> is a team player. All right, and this freight train that just came in is uh, Justin Edgar Laracy, I'm guessing. Yes. And how did he do that, man? <laughs> <laughs> came in like a hurricane. Pow. <laughs> I want to join the party. I feel left out. Oh, okay. That proves you're from Canada. I heard the oot. You got yeah. left oot. Well, you know, it's an old oot. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, I, I'm looking at Justin. You said uh, the bandmate said that you were uh, you were currently working the day job, or and uh, well, working the evenings or the evening job, uh, the steady gig, yeah. the 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 one that affords you the insurance. I'm guessing uh, so that way you have the time to uh, to to perform in the Echo Seven. Well, let's get an idea of who Justin Edgar Laracy, the guitar player, is. Give us an idea of who you are. I'm a pretty uh, laid back guy. I, I got two kids. Uh, I enjoy playing guitar. Enjoy uh, being in the band with all the guys and uh, this lovely lady Stephanie. Uh, I'm just a fun guy. <laughs> well, you know, you say laid back, but you come on with such energy. I love it. You know, it feel <laughs> it, it felt good when you came in. I heard just uh, you know like an explosion, and then all of a sudden you appeared. Uh, Justin what? Edgar Larrison. <laughs> Pow! Like like, a, like magic. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I didn't hear it, but I guess you guys heard it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I have two guitarists in the uh, in the room on the chat right now. Uh, who's the lead and who's the rhythm, or do you switch off? Uh, I don't really know. I guess we're both uh, we're both the guitar players. Uh, I'm the original one from the right from the beginning. Marcus is the more of the the master of the the the, the, the solos and stuff right right now, at this point now. <laughs> but I I can say we're both we're both a big part of the band. <laughs> okay, okay, and then uh, Stephanie, do you uh, bring your guitar up as well with Echo Seven, or are you strictly vocals? Strictly vocals, but also piano, since we're going to be doing some acoustic shows soon. So when I can learn and incorporate the songs in piano for the acoustic versions, I do. So that's fun. I like that. I like that a lot. All right. Look, judging by your, your, uh, your uh, uh, let's see, your YouTube page, the band has really been, the band has really been going uh, since 2020, like head on. Uh, like really, COVID made you come together as a band. Is that 
Is that correct? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think I, I think we all just had you know the, uh, the the motivation, I guess, you know, to do it. And the funny thing was that we, you know, COVID hit, and I think we were maybe three rehearsals in, maybe. Um, and we recorded the first song, uh, so the first version of everything. Um, we had to sneak around to record. We had to sneak around to take the band photos. Like, we literally had to, like, break out and, like, dodge police. Like, because at the height of COVID, everyone was crazy, right? So it was like, you couldn't go outside. If they caught you outside in groups, they were going to arrest you. And People would report. Yeah, like, it was crazy. People were snitching on each other. Like, oh, I saw my neighbor outside and all that stuff, right? So we literally had to, like, we, were, like, we, we had to go and, like, take the risk. So we went out and took the band photos. And, you know, we, we risked getting arrested doing that. And then I would sneak it over to the bass player's house to record bass. And then I had Justin sneak over to the house to record guitar. And then Steph recorded her vocals at her house. And <laughs> it was crazy. It was, it, was, it was like living in one of those sci-fi movies. Like we had to do everything underground and then piece it together. And then come up with, uh, with the song. And, and uh, it went really well. Like I think it hit a lot harder than, than I think any of us expected. Um, you know, that song locally, we were on a top 40 countdown for, I think that the total was like 14 weeks. Uh, I think we peaked at like number four, um, on that count. Like we, it really hit a lot harder than I think any of us imagined. Um, and honestly, if it wasn't for COVID, we probably would be like, you know, 50 shows deep probably by now. Like COVID really like it, it, we hit so hard, but we couldn't back it up with, with live shows and. And that was, was a bit of a blow for us. We were so excited that it was working. And that, you know, even though we kind of pieced it together, you know, it was coherent and people were responding to it. And then we had to, like, wait and, and wait to see what Canada was going to do and wait to see what New Brunswick was going to do. Um, and so, you know, now we're finally at a point um, just, you know, worldwide and socially where, you know, things are finally getting back to normal. Um, and uh, we've gone from, like, zero to three shows in, in like, what, two weeks. So it's, uh, it, it's been really cool. And, and I mean, like, it's just, uh, it's been interesting. It's been an interesting ride. Well, even in that dystopian life that we called COVID, uh, creators still had to create. And you, by hook or by crook, you were going to do it no matter what. My goodness. You were uh, 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 avoiding the law. Did, did, did anybody get in trouble? Did anybody at all uh, find themselves in the uh, in the long arm uh, in the grasp of the long arm of the law. No, but our guitarist at the time though was really was really concerned about it. Um, so Andre was uh, one of our guitarists at the time, and he was like, "Dude, I'm not going to jail. I'm not. Go- I'm not going to jail." And we're like, "Calm down, man." So we were doing the photo shoot, the first photo shoot we did as a band. We were looking around, and and he was paranoid. Like he was seriously not trying to get a ticket or a fine during that photo shoot. Um, you know, and it was really touch and go, like really, really bad. I was worried about my neighbors. Uh, fortunately, they were all very cool and no one said anything. But there were daily reports of people snitching, like about their neighbors having company over, or having family over. So it got really bad. And, 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 and so we, yeah, we were. We were a bit of outlaws, I guess, and, and rebels in that respect. Um, and rock stars, I guess, is what you do, right? It is rock music, so um, I guess we fit the bill when it, when it came to that. 
One of my favorite lines in Wayne's world when uh, Dana Carvey as Garth uh, says, I'm not going to jail for you or anybody. And then he was talking about his. That's uh, basically what Andre said. That's, oh. basically what he, that's basically what he said in a nutshell. To paraphrase, that's what he said. All right. And, but you were, uh, you were sneaking yeah. him over to your, uh, to your studio, and it was kind of safe. I mean, you had uh, only two people in the studio at a time, uh, and I'm sure you yeah, were behind the wall. At that point, it didn't matter. At that point, it was only the family bubble, and that was it. And if it was anyone else, you know, so it was, it was, it was, I mean, now, mind you, when they like had these different bubbles, as soon as it was like 10 people or whatever, we started rehearsing again. Um, and we asked everyone, like, listen, do you mind if, like, I add you to your bubble and whatever? And, and so, like, the first moment we got to get back together, we did. Uh, but we respected the distancing. And, you know, if, if anyone in the band felt uncomfortable, we didn't get together. And, and so, I mean, we, we worked it out and we, you know, we stayed strong and we, you know, we stayed together. And, um, and I think we're a better band for it. Um, you know, um, gave us a lot of time to practice, a lot of time to, you know, get songs right and get them together. There are three songs that we know in our sleep right now um, that we will never, ever, ever get wrong, ever. <laughs> um, you know, because we've practiced them so many times. Um, but yeah, we did. We, we really, you know, took advantage of the, of the downtime and and, uh, and made our move, um, which I think was a smart thing for us to do. And I'm glad that we did. Um, because I think, you know, it was a good time for us to build our social media. It was a good time um, to kind of focus on those things and, and, you know, meet different bands and, and connect with different bands and different, you know, podcast hosts and different uh, media outlets and stuff. So it, 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 we, we tried to utilize as best as we could. And I, and I think it worked out. Uh, it has worked out. I mean, and I'm guessing that the three songs are uh, Everything, uh, Gunning, and I Am the Tree. Am I correct? Yes. That is yeah. correct, yes. And those are the three songs that you've uh, put out to the world. And you say they're getting good feedback. Some of the local radio stations are giving you love. And, and t- tell me uh, how many of those local stations are, are uh, showing you the affection. None. We're getting more. <laughs> Here's the thing. No love. No love locally. And I'm going to say that and put that out there. We're getting no love. Uh, we're getting more love in the States. We get more love over, and especially at the time with the label. Um, before the label, we were getting a lot of love over in the UK and in the States. Um, now with the label backing us, we're doing you know, very well over in, in Denmark and in the Nordic end of Europe. Uh, we're still doing very well in the UK. Um, we're still getting traction in the States. Here in Canada, it's, I, I don't know whether we're just too, too modern or just too good. I, I don't know what to, <laughs> what to, what to say about but, but that's the thing though. It's like, it's funny here in, 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 in New Brunswick because, um, you know, we're, we're doing, we're doing original music and, and we're doing rock music and everyone here claims they like rock music and yet and still, um, I've reached out to all the stations and they're like, no, and I'm like, okay, that's fine. Um, you know, so locally, no radio is not showing us any love. It's everywhere else besides here. Um, that's playing our stuff and, and that we're getting uh, spins and streams from. So, well, so we take it. We're hoping that's all going to change Friday, right? Yes. We hope. Yes. Bob is yeah. correct. We hope that Friday people will be like, Oh, we didn't know about these guys. And hey, uh, hopefully we can get some more traction, you know, from that. So. Hey, what's the turning point on Friday? Am I getting a scoop here? I was <laughs> Jeff or anyone else to take that one. I've, I've talked a bit. 
so I will, uh, I will back up. <laughs> Go ahead, Justin. Spill the beans. Up? Go ahead, Justin. Spill the beans. Tell me what's going on Friday. Uh, well, it's our, it's our first live show, and we're doing it all acoustic. Where? Where? Tell the people. Uh, it's uh, Friday. Uh, it will be at, uh, well, I think it's called the Charity Community Center, I do believe. Hmm. Community Center, yeah, or something like that. Yeah, it's it's uh, what well, we were supposed to do, the but uh, the our weather changed on us, so they moved the place, kind of. So we're going to be doing yeah our first set. It's all going to be acoustic. Everything we played is going to be all acoustic, something different, and we're going to have some uh, keyboard piano in there. Well, well it's going to be a little different. I I wasn't planning on putting this up until Sunday, which will be a couple of days after the gig. But uh, I'm going to see if I can at least put the audio version up so we can get uh, at least that those people uh, hip to what's going on. Something new happening at Echo 7. The first live, you know, acoustic gig out in the world since COVID yeah, happened. Well, and this is, well, ha- have you played together? Sunday, we have a show the 25th. So our first yeah. electric show um, <laughs> is going to be on the 25th. Um, that's going to be uh, in Fredericton, uh, New Brunswick. Um, and we're doing it with uh, two other bands, Jeff Picasso and Sonic Detour. Um, that's going to be all electric, so we're going to be able to rock out pretty good to that show um, as well. So, um, yeah, and the show we're doing Friday is for uh, um, suicide awareness and prevention. So it's, uh, it's, it's a, a community charity event, which is really cool. Um, so, it's, uh, it, yeah, it, it, I, I'm definitely excited for it. I think the rest of everyone is. We're, we're really excited for it. Rehearsals are sounding really good. Um, and I think we're very ready um, to get out there and just, you know, and just to steal it. But that's basically, we're pirates. I mean, I, I honestly, I, I, all my bands, I like to think of us as pirates. We go in and we just take over. We just take everything. We take everyone's fans. We, we, take, we take their record sales. We just take it all. <laughs> and we run away. That's my mindset when I go in, right? So I would hope um, that you're you're just uh, you could think in a different mindset. If you were in a festival, you would turn y- your music on to fans of other bands, and hopefully they buy your record and their record at the same time. We all got to get together. I'm a fair pirate. I'm a fair pirate. I'll be, I, I'm not saying I would at all. I'm just saying that I'm going there on my ship named Echo Seven, and I'm going to come in there, and I'm going to. I'm going to take what I can. That's that's all I'm saying. I'm not saying I'm, not, I'm like a selfish pirate. I'm just saying that I have a good time to go in there and do well. Well, that sounds like the attitude that uh, Jimi Hendrix and uh, maybe uh, uh, Little Richard used to have. He, he'd, uh, or, or even, um, uh, oh my goodness, what, what's the movie I saw with the... Uh, uh, the killer, what's his name? Uh, Jerry Lee Lewis. He'd light his piano on fire, or uh, you know, same thing with uh, with um, uh, Jimmy uh, Jimmy Hendrix. He would light his his guitar on fire and be like, "Follow that," you know. And uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, do you go go for theatrics like that? I mean, I, I know equipment gets expensive unless you get to a certain <laughs> level uh, in the uh, in the business. You know, some people are at the higher level or this level, and you know, maybe we're on this level. Level and there's other people below us, but uh, you know, do you go for theatrics when you're in in the middle of these festivals? Uh, I, I I don't oh. think we are. I hope not. I mean, I I speak for me. All right, I Alan. Speak for me. I am not. I'm not. I'm not a theatrical guy. Um, uh, that's me. I, I don't think we're going to get into pyrotechnics or smoke shows or. It, it depends how the show's going. Oh, there, for sure. so there you go. 
You know what? And 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 you know what? Robert is correct. I guess we we need to fit whatever venue we're doing. So if, if it's the like, PA, uh, if the PA is trash, you might get a smashed guitar or two. Well, I mean, okay. and, and then, you know, okay, there you go. I, I yeah, there you go. Maybe so Stephanie we'll be, Roy can keep a, a few firecrackers in her pocket and light them off at the end. You know, hey, there's your grand finale. Pow pow. Little sparklers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, that's a little more tame. I okay, th- that probably makes more sense. A little, a little sparkler. Hey, you can get the big one. Or that's, you know, what's funny. I did a birthday party. I DJ on the weekends. I did a birthday party last Saturday and in lieu of candles, they put those big giant sparklers on the kids, a birthday party cake. So, you know, I don't think that we're ever going back to blowing out the candles ever. COVID, no COVID. This thing has changed lives for, for, forever. Some people are never going <laughs> to shake hands ever again. Uh, the fist bump might be the way to go. The elbow bump might oh, be the right. way to go. Uh, you know, uh, hugs and kisses. I love hugs and kisses. Like I said, I'm half Cuban. I love hugs and kisses. But, uh, you know, how, how has the, the past year uh, changed you individually uh, since, uh, I mean, hey, you've already told me. You've already given us the inside skinny. You didn't stop recording you you you, fire, you uh outlaws you but uh just <laughs> justin edgar laracy you're you're working you're playing hooky right now you're kind of an outlaw nope. uh, but uh no hooky for me what's that no hooky for me i'm, I'm in between cleaning right now I, I clean for a for a living so i i, I get to drive into other places well now i'm, I'm visually i'm in the middle of driving to my next place so <laughs> oh my goodness I've, ne- I've never had a podcast in driving at the same time so dangerous should you be pulled over i don't know you oh, are outlaws <laughs> you are oh, outlaws oh good Okay, I, you know, and I've seen a lot of the videos that that come across my uh, my social media of, uh, and it's mostly girls, but a lot of you know some guys too will be driving in their cars while they're making a video. Isn't that incriminating? I don't, I don't think that's yeah. legal. You're not allowed to do that. <laughs> but I digress. I don't Ah, okay. Well, that's something. Stephanie Roy, you don't drive. Why don't you drive? Is everything close? You you like being driven? You have a, a chauffeur? You have a, a man Friday uh, to uh, to take you where you need to go? All of the above. I'm <laughs> just kidding. But I grew up in a very small town, so I could walk everywhere. Okay. And I never had the occasion to get my driver's permit. And now I've just grown up and moved to the city and gotten used to taking the bus for the last 10 years. So it just never happens. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, being uh, someone who's uh, into the environment and, and trying to do his part. Hey, you public transit. Good job. You're doing it. Stephanie Roy. It. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So uh, uh, Bob Robert Hope, Bob Hope Jr. Hey, everybody. It's Bob Hope Jr. <laughs> what, how, has co- how has COVID changed, changed you over the last year? Well, like everyone, it, it's been it's been rough. It was getting, trouble getting used to it, but it was weird. We actually, me and my girlfriend had our first child. She's three months old, so that was a uh, you know kind of bad timing, but good timing. Going to hospitals and all that during during the pandemic was trying, but we got through it and onward and upward. And I found these guys during the pandemic, so. I think that's one thing that happened for a lot of musicians. You kind of you're at home a lot and looking for stuff to do and checking online and 
find, you know, get yourself into trouble or whatever and ended up finding these great group of guys and girls. And so it's worked out. Well, if there were 700,000 podcasts before COVID, after COVID, now there's over a million, okay? Anybody with a phone sure. can make a podcast, which is which is great. Creators got to create. And I've already talked about, you know, some of the videos that people make while they're driving their cars. I don't suggest it. I don't have uh, uh, th- that capability in my car. And if I ever did, I would probably keep my car still. Well, I, I, I'm, I'm a bad enough driver, you know, and... <laughs> you know, but uh, yeah, hey, and I know that there's other drivers that are that are equally as bad, and some better, and some worse. But uh, that's a public service message from from me. Little producer's note. But um, all right, uh, notwithstanding the the people that are driving and videoing, I appreciate you being here. Uh, <laughs> but uh, all right, so but you found each other, um, Robert Bob Hope. You weren't part of the band. Uh, in the in in the initial incarnation, uh, I was uh, in the beginning of this. We heard in 2016 you had an idea uh, to put this band together, and it really came together over the last year. And you've put you've given us three quality songs with um, one of them with a, a really good video for the "I Am the Tree" it has a, a video that you actually is produced. Who put that video together for you? Uh, we have a, a friend of mine, uh, Matt Lazier. He's at a company called Productions North of Seven um, in Toronto. And I've known Matt uh, literally for close to 20 years. Um, we used to jam together back in the day when I first uh, moved to Canada. And uh, so anyway, he's got a video production uh, company. And so what we did is we took um, the footage that we shot here locally, sent it off to him. Um, he added some nice B-roll and some nice effects um, and, and did some good post-production, and uh, it came out really well. Um, I think all of us are really happy with, with the way it turned out. It looks seamless. Like, you can't really tell that it was, you know, two separate, you know, kind of cameras and two separate things. So um, he is now our go-to guy as long as he wants to be. Um, but, yeah, he, it came out really well, and, and uh, his company does good work. And um, before we were doing the videos ourselves, um, we're shooting them and editing them ourselves, so it's nice to have um, a third party um, be a part of, of this team and, and that we can kind of send stuff off to and, and get it done. But, but yeah, Production North of Seven is the uh, company that, that did the final edit for that video. Well, I am the age of MTV. I, I was there in 81 when they uh, when they first played a video, play, uh, Killed the Radio Star, and I was just amazed that not only can you hear the music, because before that, I had records that my mom gave me and eight-track tapes. Yes, eight-track tapes. Look them up, kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and, and uh, I had 45s and, and 12-inch records. But then when MTV came out, the artist really had to have a visual as well as audio. And whenever I do uh, DJ parties, uh, I will put up music videos when I'm playing the music on, on the uh, on the screen as well. And that way people go, oh, who is that? So that way this weekend on Friday night when I'm at the Rab, I'll be playing Echo 7 and they'll go, hey, who is that? Oh, that's Echo 7. Look them up. Yeah, you got to know more about them. And, and, I, and that's, that's what a DJ is supposed to do is to break out new artists. I, I, okay. I'm going to get on a little soapbox because you already told me that you're not getting love from the local radio stations. I, in the, in, since 1986, I've been working on the radio on and off. I've worked for big companies that give that tie my hands 
and are programmed from a central office someplace that's not where I'm at. And I've been with mom and pop stations where they own only one station, which is a feat in itself because it cost you at least $50,000 to get a license. And this is back, you know, 2005 when I when I saw that price, I went, wow. And just to get the license and not that's not even the tower or the, the, the studio itself. But when I worked at that mom and pop station, I had the the license to uh, or the um, ability to get a record from a local artist handed to me. I take a listen to it. Hey, I kind of like that. Let me send that to the air. Let me tell a little story about Echo 7, you know, where they're from, New, New Brunswick, Canada, and then put their song on. Bam. The world get or the at least my area gets to hear you on the air. And I, I you know, I do that with my radio what.com and I do have quite a few listeners there. But um I, I I used to love having that power to break out new artists such as yourselves. That that's what a DJ is supposed to do. It's a symbiotic relationship. I, I don't play an instrument. I'm jealous of people like you that play instruments because you're fantastic. Yeah, I mean, it, it, and I love watching live bands play. Ah, oh, it's amazing. Now, before last year or all through last year, you have not played any gigs as Echo Seven out in the world. These will be the first gigs this week, correct? Yeah, yeah that's yes, right. Sir. So you've been studio band, getting your craft together, doing that practicing. Are you able to get together now and, and practice? Yes. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We, we do weekly. We were weekly uh, rehearsals, um, schedule permitting. Everyone has a life. So, oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, we, we get together weekly. We're, you know, we have a Facebook group, so we're always you know, talking to each other. It's that, like I said earlier, it's definitely um, I, tried to, I, w- I wanted to create a team environment. Um, and, and one that just wasn't us showing up every week for rehearsal, right? So one where we, we chat and we talk about any and everything inside, um, and, and, and this is where we all get to know each other and do that, you know, do bonding and, and, and that's, you know, that's, that's what we are. That's, that's, that's who it is, right? Because I mean, honestly, we don't, and with, you know, Steph and I and Justin, you know, we've always said that personality was probably the biggest factor in choosing a band member over talent. If you're an asshole, we're not going to get along with you. I don't care how well you play, it's not going to work, right? Because we you know the, the plan is to tour and do shows and to travel, and so we have to be able to get along if we're going to be doing those things, right? So, so uh, and, you know that that's always been a big part, and we have we've had some characters come through in auditions. Um, <laughs> so you know, so, yeah. so we definitely have put that. We put that, you know, mantra to work, and and so it it it's worked out though, and I, and I I'm really happy with the group of people that we have now. Um, you know, like I said, we're all on the same page. We're all dedicated to the project. We all want to put out a good product. Um, Bob has worked so hard, and and I I just want to commend him uh, publicly in a public forum. Uh, he's really put a lot of work and time and effort into learning the bass lines and 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 learning a new instrument. Um, you know, is not easy to do and for him to step up and you know and to fill the gap and, and to complete this band um i'm just extremely grateful and appreciative uh of that and and uh so hopefully if i if i haven't said it enough already i'm saying it in a very public forum bob um that that i appreciate you um thank you for all your hard work and i'm really looking forward to uh to playing these shows and uh and so it's been good it's been good i'm happy with the team I appreciate it. Uh, no problem. 
it's been great. You know, I feel like I found a second family with you guys, and I, I, I look forward to it every week. It's, it's a highlight of my week, except for my new family, obviously. Well, I mean, that's the, the rhythm section. The, the rhythm section in a band is just, that's the heart. That's the, the, the life that keeps the time. You got the, the drummer and the bass. Really, you guys work together uh, musically more than anybody else. Is that correct? We sure. we do. I mean, we do. I think we all, I, I think, you know, yeah, we're, you know, the, the rhythm section is what it is, but um, we all, you know, we're, when it comes to composing a song, we're all putting in opinions and we're all putting in um, ideas. Like we're writing a new song now and, and, you know, Justin came with the riff, but Bob was like, I really like the way this note hangs. If you hang that note, that will be great. And that's what we did. Fuck it. He liked it. Let's try it. And it works. So, you know what I mean? Like it, it, it's a, it's a cohesive, it's a team effort. It, it, it's a group effort. Um, you know, when you see the liner notes that, you know, songs are composed by Echo 7, that is what it is. Um, you know, yeah. we bring an idea to the table and we all kind of sit around and take it apart and some things stay, some things don't, some things get altered. Um, but in the end, it's a group song because, you know, we all have to be happy with the product that we're putting out. It can't just be me being happy or Seth being happy or, you know, with, with the song. If, it's, if everyone's not happy to play the song, it's not going to come across the way it's supposed to come across. Um, you know, so, you know, it, it is very much about, you know, and again, that's what comes out of personality too, you know, like if you've got an ego and you think your riffs are the best and they can't be tampered with, well, then this is the situation for you, right? Because we've all got to enjoy playing the song. Um, so, so it's, uh, it, it's a collaborative process, even when it comes to the rhythm section, you know, guitar players are chiming in, Steph's chime, we're all chiming in, um, you know, in, in each section because the perspective is unique, right? And sometimes you need that person, you know, who does not, who can see the forest for the trees, as they say, you know, so someone who's got another ear listening in can pick apart little details of things that may not sound right that I may not, or that person may not, you know, be able to pick up on. So it's about taking advantage of all that. Right. And, and, and playing off that. Um, and, and, you know, that's what we try to do. And, and, and so far I, I think it's working pretty good. Well, Alan McCall, you're giving the the listener an idea that that's the advantage of being in a group is you have all these creative minds uh, coming together. If you're a solo artist, you have to rely on yourself. And just like a writer trying to write a book, sometimes you get a block. And, you know, so out of five people, at least one of them is going to have a muse working that day uh, that'll help to to uh, establish uh, some kind of a songwriting ability. Now, who's uh, who's writing the, the words? Who, who's in charge of the lyrics mostly? Or is it is that all that a collaborative effort as well? Well, Steph and I have joined forces. Um, so when we first started, it was me. Um, and then Steph wrote I Am The Tree. So our biggest song to date and first single <laughs> off of our official label is Steph's song. So that's, that's, uh, that's how we start off things. Um, but now, uh, that, that we're like, you know, three songs in, um, actually, I believe the second verses of, uh, everything, um, push pull only I, I think you and I wrote together. I think so. Well, Stephanie, yeah. Stephanie so Roy, we've been, we've been writing, yes. writing together more and more. Well, Stephanie Roy, the uh, vocals, uh, you, 
I, I, do you have a background in in writing music? Have you been writing songs uh, since you were little, or or how long has it been? I've been writing, uh, making, and recording music since I was really, really young. I had a, an old school cassette tape recorder when I was young, and I used to use my stereo and my tape recorder to do loop tracks and to do layers and tracks and stuff like that until I got given a recording program and I started working with that. So it's been a mix of taking songs and making covers, but making them my own and writing my own music as well. So it's kind of a mix of both, but now my focus is more with the group because that's, that's what's been working and that's what makes me happy. So. Well, Stephanie Roy, you have your own catalog. I, I did kind of peruse a little bit that you have your own kind of a, a solo work that's out there and available. Um, do any of the other members of the band have their solo work as well? That, you know, I'd, I'd like everybody to succeed, not just, you know, as a band, but also I you know, even the biggest bands have kind of like, um, I, I know that, that Mick Jagger and, and Keith Richards and, you know, the, the, some of the bands, some of the biggest bands have broken off into solo efforts and then always come back. Uh, some of the strongest bands ha- have succeeded in that respect but um do you do you all continue with your solo efforts or is it all echo seven this is the project this is the best thing happening right now put all your efforts into it for me personally i've been writing for years but i've never put anything out other than just for friends on facebook and stuff like that but this is this is all new this is a this is a first for me well, Bob Hope, we've already established you're the team player. You like working with bands since you were uh, since you were a, a wee a lad in school. Uh, you've been in bands your whole life, and that's fantastic, man. So that's a good addition to the band. You say he's uh, you're, you're the newest member, right? I will add on top of sorry, to interrupt John on Alan's last point about the rhythm section and stuff. That it's it's tricky, man. Being like a lead player for many, many, many years. And now to learn, it's been humbling to play the bass lines and, and just kind of sit in the pocket and learn to relax and, and wait for that moment instead of just trying to, you know, be responsible for carrying the melody. You know, the bass is a whole different animal. So I'm still learning, but, you know, we're getting there. Well, I mean, yeah, since I'm a very visual person, have you uh, watched uh, some of the videos of some of the, 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 the most act at the most interesting bass players like uh i, I mean i i like flea and and uh sting and and uh was that victor Wooten, sure yeah i mean give uh, <laughs> what are your what are your top three bass players that you like to emulate bob hope oh yeah well i'm i'm a i'm a 90s i'm a child of the 90s so flea and jeff emmett from pearl jam i was say and obviously uh the classics like tom Mariah, slayer and sting of course but it's it's unique and i think maybe oh i'm hoping it'll benefit the band i come from a very melodic guitar line based place and i'm hoping to kind of bring a unique style to the bass I, and i think i am it's just again like finding that that patience and just you know riding the pocket of the melody, of the rhythm and not trying to overpower the other instruments is it's it's a unique perspective 
I love the ones that they, you know, stick their tongues out and bug their eyes out and really, you know, put put a lot of effort into into it and, and give, give I wasn't a little... gonna plug I wasn't gonna plug kiss. <laughs> Please don't. No, that you're much better than 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 Gene. You're so much better than Gene. Well, uh, hey, come on, Gene's got his thing too. Uh, hey, that's theatrics, man. That's it. But, but Justin Edgar Larris. <laughs> Now, who, who uh, Justin Edgar Larrisy, guitar man? Who who were your guitar heroes uh, growing up, and who do you like to emulate, or who do you feel? Well, uh, I love John Petrucci, uh, P- Frank Zappa. I listen to a lot of Frank Zappa. Like uh, I'd say, like the Killswitch Engage is is a big influence for me. Same as Trivium. Those, I like those, that style of just like the pickup to it. It's like Dream Theater, like that. Just the styles, those styles. I like the pickup to them. But I, I I started playing when I was like, what, 16? Acoustic guitar. And I just, I learned how to play by ear just by listening to whatever everybody else is playing. And I just come up with my own riffs and my own style, I guess. Well, that's... I'm a lefty. I play right-handed. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, I, you know what's what's funny is um, uh, my 15 year old girl. Uh, she, uh, I, I convinced her to watch SNL Saturday Night Live from the beginning, and she's loving it. And Frank Zappa was the uh, the host and musical guest, I guess, back in 1978, and he's on the top 20 worst shows, but. I love Frank Zappa's <laughs> style, man. But him as oh, his a, son came to Moncton here as a Dweezil. host. Yeah, as a host, he wasn't. He, he wasn't. He was out of his element. But he was so strange and so out there. I think people couldn't figure out what he was doing. But I, I, I do love Frank Zappa as well. I love how he just changes like any song he plays. He never plays it the same because he hears something different and he rewrites it. Like, he's a composer. He's not a guitar player. He was originally a drummer, and like he's just he's just amazing. That's that's why like like he's he has really weird music. But when you actually look at the whole like perspective of where he got, like he wrote everything that they're playing, like. <laughs> that's a difficult task to do when especially back when he was like 19 what 1940s or something like that he was born yeah i i don't think he was he was feeling in his element being on live tv like that and uh you know my uh my kid was saying is is that kind of like parody is he doing like weird al yankovic what what's going on there but it was no. uh, it was so fun <laughs> i i had a good time with it but the 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 critics panned it for sure but uh, okay but stephanie roy uh your uh folk singer background got some french as well do you do th- um sing uh, in french and english there or uh, what's your wh- what are your your top folk singers that or, or any singers that you that you emulate or you you find uh you get the feels from top folk singers i'd have to say i'm a big fan of uh she's not very folky but amanda marshall who was a great canadian vocalist who I is still a Canadian vocalist, but nobody really knows if she's going to release anything. Uh, I'm also a big fan of Jan Arden growing up. Uh, she's from wow. Western Canada. She's really, really fantastic. Uh, I love Kate Rusby as a guitarist. She's from Yorkshire in the UK. And as far as like piano and vocals go, I'm a big uh, Tori Amos fan. I'm very, very interested. Very lofty. <laughs> very lofty. All three of those... Uh, just uh, oh my goodness, Tori Amos, she 
tore it up through the, the 90s. I, I loved when I, I could catch a performance of hers and, and her, her, you know, just everything. Theatrics, to be sure. All right. Uh, my man, Alan McCall, the drummer. Who, who are your uh, top three drummers? I know it's it's hard to nail them down, man. I like a good backbeat. Top three drummers. Oh, wow. Um, any genre? Yeah, pick it. Um, okay. Uh, so I'm going to stay away from like the obvious answers. And no, um, Ringo is not one of my favorite drummers. Um, I can't stand Ringo Starr. Um, I don't think he's a good drummer. <laughs> but he, I don't. Yeah, no, everybody would agree with you. All he, all he was was a backbeat. He was you know, serviceable. Yeah, that's not true. I just watched a documentary on Netflix a couple days ago, uh-huh. and it was it, it profiled a bunch of you know famous drummers. So it had um, uh, the drummer from Porno for Pyros, and, and, and it had um, Taylor Hawkins, and it had a couple of other people. And they were all singing Ringo's praises. I am not the guy to sing Ringo's praises. Um, You're more of a Pete Best fan. Pete Best is your guy. Yeah, you know what? I just think that that Ringo was just a little too a little too lofty. I, I just don't. I can't take him seriously behind the kit. Okay. All right. And that, that, you know, that, that, that shots, shots fired. Shots fired. <laughs> shots, shots fired but, uh, from Ringo Starr. But who are the guys you yeah, do like? Sure. Uh, the, the guy that I do like, uh, Mick Fleetwood is, is a big, uh, influence of mine. Um, simply because this guy, um, he's tall. He's like six, seven. Um, shout out to Paul Summers. Relatable. Um, yeah. You know, and, uh, and, and his beats were simple, but they were complex at the same time. And if you ever watch Mick Fleetwood, um, the man was high as a kite and still holding a straight four, four. If you can do that. You're number one on my list, right? Um, and he just makes it look so easy, right? Like, when you watch him, you know, do his roles, he's not expending... It doesn't look like he's expending a lot of energy. It's all rip. Um, and, and, and so just his technique is very proper, and, and I really enjoy the fact that he drums the way that he does. And, and even in his, you know, his older age now, he's still a drummer to be, to be reckoned with. Um, you know, to carry, you know, the straight beats is something I think is lost with a lot of drummers. Um, especially in modern rock, and modern rock's a lot of rolls, a lot of fills, um, a lot of double bass, a lot of craziness. That's fine, but you know there is a lot to be said for holding a straight four four and keeping the backbeat and just being that guy. Um, so Mixley was is a huge influence for me. Um, Phil Collins, I I'm going to separate the man from the drumming because of the as a person he's a bit of an asshole, um, but. Uh, He's, uh, but I, I will say that he is, uh, he's a, I mean, he's an amazing drummer. Like I, you know, he has class 80 classics that are just, you can't dispute them. Right. Um, you know, in the air tonight, easy lover, like he's got songs. I got to play, um, easy lover at a talent show a couple of years ago. And I was beyond myself. Like I was like, I'm Phil. And uh, <laughs> yeah, Philip um, Bailey or Philip Phil Collins. Philip Bailey from Earth, Wind, and Fire in on that song. Fantastic, man. Yeah, I mean it's an amazing song. It's classic, and Phil, you know, Phil Collins has some really classic riffs. Um, and I would say my third uh, uh, influential drummer um, is Emmanuel Capulet, and she's from Canada. She's from Montreal. This girl is. Amazing! I went to a drum workshop, and uh, it was for Sonar Drums. And she plays Sonar, as do I. Not because she does, but anyway. 
I doesn't hurt that she does. Um, but anyway, her rudiment skills are extraordinary. Um, and you know, it, it, her technical ability is just really it's sky high. Like she is is top tier. Um, and, and so my rudiments are not at that level, not even close. Um, uh, but she's a very good drummer. Um, you know, she has a lot of solo stuff and, and, you know, she gets stars in a lot of different tracks, and, but she's really good. Uh, I would say those are my top three. Now, don't get me wrong. I like Dave Grohl. I like Taylor. Um, you know, I love those guys. Like, I can't take anything away from them, but, um, those would be my top three, I think. Oh my goodness! Hey, you you have a good list, and uh, I, I see that a lot of you have uh, have shown some love to the Canadians as well. Uh, I'm glad you you uh, you're turning me on to to a brand new drummer that I have to look up now and and watch her watch her play. You know, I want I, I want to I want to do that. Uh, um, my goodness, I, I guess uh, I, I guess uh, Justin had to take off, <laughs> go off and clean. I think for the last five minutes, I don't think he realized. We were still. He was still. <laughs> well, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, start to land this plane because, uh, my goodness, I, I'm I'm having a good time talking to Echo Seven. Echo Seven Band is the is the at. I, I guess there's an underscore Echo Seven as well. You need to get your branding yeah. down right because uh, uh, I guess. <laughs> if, oh no! It's it, it's all it's all the same. It's underscore Echo Seven on Facebook, on Twitter, oh. on Instagram. It's all underscore. Echo Seven. The only thing is Echo Seven Band is the website. Okay, because um, I did find uh, uh, the Facebook page had underscore Echo Seven, uh, or no, it had Echo Seven Band. But I, I'll definitely make sure it that people... does come up if you search underscore Echo Seven. Well, very good. Let me change yeah, yeah. that toot sweet. Bam. Okay. Now yeah. that now yeah. that we're finishing off the podcast, I I went ahead and I changed the the titling on your. On your under you guys, but oh my goodness, it's so good to to finally uh, get you on board and and get to know a little bit behind the band behind behind the music because anybody can go on onto your SoundCloud, your band clan, band camp, or your YouTube and take a listen. But I like to know where the music came from and the people behind it. But you are totally different. Um, you have different tastes. But you all come together as a band, and, and it's tough. You can, you can't choose your family, but you can choose the people that you work with, and it's it's nice that you, you. The current lineup seems like it's working just fine. Now, give me the the current lineup as you have it, uh, Stephanie Roy. Well, maybe let me know who who I'm missing. Stephanie Roy is the vocals and guitar. Justin Edgar Laracy is the other guitar. Bob Robert Hope Jr. is the bass. And Alan McCall is the drums. And who am I missing? Marcus. 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 What's Marcus's last name? LeBlanc. What's his What's his last name? Like like a like the actor from Friends, Matt LeBlanc. <laughs> oh, LeBlanc. That's very French. Yes. <laughs> yes. The so, white. Are, are, is there a possibility? The white, yes. Is there a possibility that you'll have some some French songs in Echo Seven? Will you write some French? <laughs> I ain't French. <laughs> I, you don't uh, have to be. I'm the vocalist. You never know. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't steer in the in the francophone direction. It's a totally like different animal when it comes to like the industry and everything. Yeah, it's it's completely different. It's weird. 
Well, I, I don't mean, know if I play that style or not. <laughs> so, so I'm joking. No, that, style, I, just I, French I, lyrics. Yeah. No, I think that will be the, a hoot, a hoot to have that bonus song at the end of the album in French. You know, just one. Now, okay. Oh my goodness, uh, you just signed on with a record label. Uh, if you could tell me uh, what record label and and what has changed since you've signed on with this record label? Uh, well, we signed on with a Turn Call record. Um, they are now based in uh, Miami, Florida, I believe. They, they, uh, the CEO and uh, the A&R moved, all, moved down there. Um, so they have distribution through Sony Orchard. So we have uh, a major label distribution, digital distribution now, which is pretty cool. Um, so that happened, I would dare say, probably six months ago. Uh, now, um, it's been six months. Um, so, uh, what's changed is that now we have the digital distribution, which is nice. So we were doing our own distribution before, which was good, but now we get pre-saved campaigns and things like that, which is pretty cool. Um, radio servicing that we're getting now, both in North America and Europe. And, uh, on that note, thank you. Uh, we see your radio station on our, uh, warm, uh, thing that we get. Um, so, so we, we see you and, uh, and we definitely appreciate the spin. Um, so, so thank you. Uh, thank you very much for that. Um, so we get that. Uh, you know, we, we get support from the label, but basically it is very much an independent label in that you're only as good as the work you put in. Um, so the label's not going to hold your hand, right? Like they have some resources, but they're not going to make you record a new song. They're not going to tell you to make a video. You know what I mean? They'll suggest it, but at the end of the day, you know, it's on you as a musician. So, um, it, it, it's been good. I think it, it's regimented us a bit. Um, you know, we've had to step up our social media game a lot. Um, you know, they want to see content. They want to see engagement. Um, you know, and now we have a set schedule of every three months releasing a single, which is good for us because it kind of puts a fire and, and keeps us on task. So we're not, continually just like re going over the same songs. We're like, okay, no, we got to write new material because we have to put out these projects. Um, so that's a good thing with, with being on the label and just not having to worry about the distribution of the radio servicing mm-hmm. is nice. Um, but as far as as a band, has it changed anything? Not really. Cause we didn't get like a million dollar advance. So we're still, <laughs> the <same. laughs> we're still working the day jobs and still counting our pennies. And, you know, we're still, you know, doing the, the, the grind, the grind is still there. Um, but you know, at least this way, you know, we're, we're not in debt to a, to a major, which is nice. Um, you know, we're, we're funding this, you know, ourselves. Um, so it is independent, but it is nice to have a label and, and have a home for the music, which is nice. And to get it out, you know, beyond our borders is nice too. So I would say those are probably the biggest changes that I've seen, uh, with the band and, and uh, you get a little more respect, too, right, when you sign to a label. People take you a bit more seriously when it comes to, to, to things. So, so it's good. It's good. Well, it sounds like you've hired on a really good team to help you get to the next level. And you're probably going to be happy, even though and on the front end it looks nice to get that million-dollar advance. Uh, people have to know you've got to pay that back. You, you, you're right. going to be paying it. that back right. for a long time unless you're selling 
uh, millions and millions of records. So yeah, don't don't take that advance. You can sign on the dotted line. They'll help you get to that next level. They'll give you the promotion and the backing that a, a good record label uh, can do. And I, I'm from Miami. I worked in the Miami uh, terrestrial radio market. It's a very big market. It was it's number twelve, uh, the number twelve market in the United States. So I had millions of people listening to me every morning on on Exito 105.5 which is great and so I, I think they're in the right location I do miss Miami a lot I, I find myself in Arkansas <laughs> so my world turned from from blue to green you know so it's a little different I slowed down in my older age but I still get to talk into microphones and talk to interesting people like you I appreciate it so much uh, Stephanie Roy you know, on that, I'd like on behalf of everybody thank you so much for your time putting okay. us so let me get my feet wet. Thank you very <laughs> well, much. Well, we already got an idea of who you are and how to get a hold of you. Is there a, is there a website? Yes, there is. Echo7band.com is the website. Okay. Um, on that website, uh, you can find our latest video. You can find um, links to all of our songs uh, via Bandcamp. Um, you can find our bio. You can find pictures from our Instagram. Uh, so, And you can also find our merch all on that, that website there. Um, so that's where you can go find us online. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Instagram, um, and Twitter at underscore echo seven. Um, and, uh, yeah, we have merch. So, uh, we actually, so if you go to the website, you can actually click on merch and they'll take it to the site. And, and, uh, and yeah, so that's, uh, that's where you can find it. Hey, Alan is not just pushing merch because he wants his T-shirt on you. That's how they they fund themselves. That because that, that that music equipment is not cheap. Gas in your van to get from gig to gig is not cheap. So buy that merch or buy some CDs yeah. too and some digital downloads and all that. All right, let's finish the hoodies, this thing. Off. The hoodies are really comfy. The hoodies, <laughs> yeah. All right, let's finish this things off. This thing off. I uh, usually do this with last words for the people. Uh, this could be words to live by, uh, you know, words that you heard a long time ago uh, or, you know, maybe a mantra that you wake up with every morning or uh, just whatever pops into your head at this moment in time. Now, I'm going to go in the order. And let's I, let's see. Well, um, I'm going to do it this way. Uh, Justin Edgar Laracy. Everybody's going to get last words. Justin, Justin Edgar Laracy. Give us the, the last words for the people uh, that you have. Uh, well, I thank everybody who listens to our stuff, uh, and and hopefully everyone enjoys whatever they hear, and continues to enjoy whatever they hear that we can make up and come up with. Uh, that's about it, I guess. Uh, <laughs> I'm not good at with these kind of things. No, that's fine. And Bob, Bob Robert Hope, the newest member of the band, the bass bass man, uh, give your last words for the people. Shit, you can make baby. <laughs> All right. And uh, Alan McCall, you're the first person that I kind of contacted, got got together with. And I want you to give the last words for the people because I want to hear the lady's voice at the end of this. So, Alan McCall. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, my last words would be, uh, my mantra is, is every day is another opportunity to your goal. Um, and I, I really try to live by that. And I, and I believe that. So you're only as good as your last record. That's what my dad always told me. He was a musician as well. Um, and that's true. Um, so I think there are two monsters. But yeah, you know, every day is a new opportunity to get up and, and, and make one more positive step towards, um, towards your goal and to what you want to do in life. So um, look at it that way. 
um, and just start every day fresh, and and uh, and then that would that would be my. Uh, <laughs> you're, you're killing me, Justin. <laughs> right. That wasn't me. Oh, I don't know who that was. <laughs> All right, uh, Stephanie, <laughs> Stephanie Roy, you're going to give the last, last words for the people. I want to do something a little interesting. Since you speak French, I want you to give them in French and then translate it to English. Uh, Stephanie Roy, vocals, last words for the people. All right. So I was going to give you a quote by Andrea Gibson, who is uh, a poet. And it is uh, everything you feel is okay. So in French, that would be tous les choses que tu te sens sont correct. <laughs> Oh my goodness, oh my goodness, oh my goodness. I knew it was going to be good. I didn't know it was going to be that good. When you get four different people into the room, you never know what's going to happen. There's going to be all kinds of of, uh, of of interjection and fun and, and different personalities that are going to come through. And those personalities are coming together. I had four out of five of the band members on the podcast, and that's that's pretty good. That's pretty good. I had three out of five when I started off, and hey, that nice fourth member came out and uh, joined in. So uh, Echo 7, Stephanie Roy, Justin Edgar Laracy, Bob Robert Hope Jr., Alan McCall, and Marcus LeBlanc. Hey, hopefully I get to talk to Marcus LeBlanc on the next one. Let's <laughs> see what makes him tick. <laughs> That's fantastic. Thank you so much, Echo 7. Uh, for coming on the what makes you famous podcast you keep doing what you do you got your songs out there on youtube and various places hey don't just listen to them on the youtube uh find them on apple and spotify and do some uh purchasing as well and, and go to um go to echo seven band.com and buy some merch yeah support that band because that uh, equipment's not cheap <laughs> No, I appreciate you so much for being on the podcast. Now, if you, I'm turning my attention to you, would like to tell your story, I encourage you to give me a call, 501-470-6386, or email info at radiowhat.com. That's it for this edition of What Makes You Famous. It's Keys Dan, radiowhat.com, djlittlerock.com. Peace. I'm out of here. Radio What, the music you want. Hey guys, this is Shelly G with a fast fact. The last note of a keyboard is C. Do you have a fast fact? Share it with us at Interactive Radio, RadioWhat.com. If you like what you hear, follow What Makes You Famous social media. Use the hashtag What Makes You Famous. Follow on Facebook at What Makes You Famous. Follow on Instagram at What Makes You Famous. Follow on Twitter at makes famous and follow on youtube at keys dan leave what makes you famous podcast a review and subscribe listen to what makes you famous podcast on podbean itunes youtube stitcher google podcast and spotify and almost anywhere you find podcasts tell your story on my podcast what makes you famous Call 501-470-6386 and leave a message to set up a time. You can support What Makes You Famous using the PayPal link, paypal.me forward slash keysdan. Email 
info at radiowhat.com. What Makes You Famous podcast is a production of Keys Dan Enterprises Incorporated at keysdan.com. Thank you for listening. Tweet, tweet, yo. Follow Radio What on Twitter at Radio What Twit. Tweet, tweet, yo. 